Hello, friends. Welcome to the Daily Davis. 15 minutes you can't get back. Today, well, today's my birthday. And that's very important. Not because it's my birthday, it's because I'm telling you it's my birthday. And some of you may be hearing this today, tomorrow. Like, oh, I forgot, because you know me personally. And I've got to, oh, I've got to tell him happy birthday. Some of you don't know me, and you're still like, oh, happy birthday. You have some kind of, how do I say, uh, feeling inside you that you have to do something about this birthday. You don't know me. Most of you really honestly don't care. But because I have the ability to speak to tens of you, and really millions if I ever got popular from one place, I have the ability to broadcast that it's my birthday, get attention. I've always thought birthdays are kind of nice, but some people go overboard and want attention. And it's really not that important. My birthday's not, so don't worry about it. And I'm not upset if you know me and you don't say happy birthday. I don't really care. But this is a part of a bigger story in our reality about all of the awareness of other people that we have these days, the rise of small, small groups of victims that push policy, or at least they push news coverage. They push what we think about, what we talk about, what we're fearing. And I'll, and I'll get into why we fear in a second. A hundred years ago, 50 years ago, you lived in a small town and it was your birthday. <laughs> You could walk around town, tell as many people as you want to tell as your birthday, and that's about the extent of it. Let's go a little bit more. Let's talk about the topic that we talk about now. You could go uh, in your small town and you could say, you know, I was born a, born a boy, and uh, I don't necessarily feel like a boy, nor a girl, and I, I don't want to be called a boy or a girl. I'm fluid with what I want to be, and I would rather that anybody in this town, they would treat me as um, someone who is without gender and not put me into categories that you've built in your head or some prejudice over what a boy or a girl may do. Uh, and, and I'd like everybody to uh, kind of conform to me. Now, if you said that 50 years ago in Topeka, Kansas, somebody would just tell you to shut up and move on their day. And there's going to be pretty much nobody else to help you out. Um, you didn't have much of a, uh, you know, one, let's be clear. No one was persecuting you. You went to them and said, hey, you know, I, I, I know I look like a boy. Uh, I know I dress like a boy, but I'm not a boy. So you're a girl? No, I'm not a girl either. Th th these people didn't know. Whatever's in your head. Um, so and back then, Whatever your freak flag was, whatever you were into, you had a very small uh, universe of people that might be sympathetic, might have the same problem as you have. That was it. How did you get to the other town? You pick up a phone, call a random phone number and say, by the way, I'm gay and I'm over here in, you know, you know, Smithtown and you're over in, you know, Williamstown. Uh, are you gay? And then the guy goes, no, I'm not gay. And then you had to just dial another phone on the phone. But I mean, it was really hard for folks to kind of, you know, team up, find somebody who was like them with their particular thing. And I don't, I'm not saying that being gay is weird. I'm saying that being gay is rare. 
being gay is a 3% population, uh, 3% of, of the population. So if you are a homosexual or if you have those feelings, just, I, I no doubt and I feel for you. The world of people who identify with that part of your life is a small world. There's a small group of people, especially back then. You had to go to a big city. You had, and people always ask, why are there such a concentration of homosexual men or, or women in large cities? Because back then, um, if there wasn't somebody that fulfilled that with you in your town, you had to go somewhere where they were. And the more people that you could have one spot, the more likely you are going to meet somebody who has that uh, maybe gay. And then you could have a relationship with them. And I hope nobody takes that as a prejudice there. That's just a fact. And I don't want to align being gay with some of the things other people are, victimhood, uh, gender, uh, weird questions, or people who have decided that, you know, I mean, there, there are groups of people out there that want to advocate for lowering the age of consent for children to have sex with adults. And this is not, this is not one person. This, 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 there's online communities for this. And I would, you know, we used to say, and no one would think that's a good idea. Well, yeah, 50 years ago in your town, no one would think, but maybe one guy, but he had no one else to share that with. No one would think that. I don't think that. You don't think that listening, lowering the age of consent for children and sex with minors, that's not good. But there are people who do. So it's not a no one. There are people. And how do they find each other? They find each other because we have mass communications now. And it used to be thinking mass communications was one way. The people who own the networks could communicate to a lot of people at the same time with one message. Well, now it's not just the networks. It's a guy sitting in his kitchen talking in a, a microphone for 15 minutes a day. He can communicate with a lot of people. A lot of people have the chance to listen to something like this. Now, I'm not going to hit you with any of that weird stuff, I promise. But think about that. And I can find other people who are interested in the things that I'm interested in by going online. If I have somebody who wants uh, is really into collecting baseball cards, early 80s uh, Yankees baseball cards, I could probably find a group of people and we could get together and we could talk about it. Uh, we could kind of create a, a club or, or, or a hubbub about it. Um, just think about if you're, um, uh, you know, one of these uh, people, maybe you're, you're, you're in the 1950s, your politics didn't match the people of your small southern town. Um, you didn't really have much of a shot. You had to go somewhere else. Now you, you can link up with Democrats and liberals all over the country and you can build an online army and you can sympathize and you can talk and you say, people are just like me and I'm just like them. And, and we're persecuted, which is what I'm getting to is a lot of folks became victims. They, they, they came out and said, Oh, I'm so glad that, you know, I may, I found the internet and I can find people who are into catching catfish with their hands, noodling, which, by the way, I would have never known anything about unless the internet came out. Okay, you know, had the internet not come about, I would not have known about catfish. Um, there's whole sections of people that do weird things in the country that I would not have known about, and you would not have known about either. Maybe you didn't. We wish we did know about them now. But once these people got together they were able to build themselves into this victimhood that we have right now and build the attention that you could not get at home. It's like I said, if you went and, and 
you know, you're in your small town in 1961 and you walk over to the, the general store, the soda fountain, and you said, hey, I'm a, I think we should, we should live in a Marxist economy. Um, I think the, 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 the paternal, the, the male dominated society is wrong, that women should not uh, bow down to the you know, men and they should, the roles should be reversed and they would just say, shut up, go away. And, and that was it. They just ignored you. Well, now you had a bunch of friends online and, and I'm a victim, you're a victim. Nobody liked us. We, we think about this great idea and then we were persecuted for nobody would pay attention to us. Nobody would do what we wanted to do. And now I've met other people and we're going to make this a thing. And by the way, other people who are watching these people are going, wait, so I can matter? Like, I don't have to write the funniest joke or build something cool out of wood or um, learn to speak six languages or get really good at a certain math problem. All I've got to do is identify with these guys and then people have to feel sorry for me and people have to make a fuss about me and people... I'm going to have a gender that nobody's ever heard of. And you, you must make a fuss of me. You have to think about me. You have to think about me every day. You wanted to ignore me, but now I'm a victim. And I, I'm online and I'm recruiting other victims. They're recruiting to victims, so it seems like everybody's a victim. Now, my explanation, my, my, I told you it was my birthday and I do that to get attention because you really don't care if it's my birthday. It doesn't matter to you. It doesn't do anything to your life. Now, if there was a bunch of me that May 1st birthdays and we all got together and we started going to HR or we started going to the newspaper and naming people who didn't know it was our birthday and we started shaming them in public because they've obviously... You know, you didn't know it was my birthday. You're not paying attention to me. Your society is, you know, the way that this, you've created society is, is excluding me and my May 1st birthday, my May 1st birthday friends. And so you've damaged me. And therefore, you probably shouldn't have a job in which you talk to other people. Or maybe you shouldn't be up for the school board to be, you know, no one should elect you to office because you didn't know it was my birthday. That's where we're at, folks. That's where you hear these Jordan Petersons and these Ben Shapiro's and all these people who, who don't want to get into this genderism stuff. You want to be misgender people because unless you tell people, and if you tell me, if you walk up and say, hey, I know you can't tell by looking, but I identify as a plant-based life form with animated features, and I wanted to be called Groot from the Gardens of the Galaxy type thing i'll call you group i'll do what you want i'm a nice guy but if i don't know that and i don't say the right thing you can't get mad at me you can't go to my employer you can't go to my family you can't go to my friends get on my facebook and say you know you're a terrible person because you didn't know what my internal struggles were by just sight and yes there are people who dress weird and uh, weird compared to us. And folks, it's weird. If not everybody else is doing it, it's weird. I'm weird in certain ways. I wear boots and jeans, but I wear the traditional Wrangler jeans. 
that all the cool people stopped wearing like a decade plus ago. And now the only people who wear, no one 40-year-old wears the, I mean, I'm talking the little brown patch in the back, the ultra blue. I wear those. 80-year-old men and me. It's weird. People take notice. My wife doesn't like it. I understand. I walk in and like, who's this guy? Does he have a time machine? Other people aren't so accepting of their weirdness and they get upset. But when you look a little funny, I'm going to ask. If you've got features of a man and you're dressed like a girl, I'm going to tiptoe around it. I may not get it right the first time. I may altogether ignore it, which is another problem. Well, you're ignoring me because of my uh, gender issues that I wear, you know, externally. Yeah, because if I mess up, the consequences are big. You go online, you do a Facebook post, maybe you, you, you snap a picture of me and like, this guy misgendered me. And pretty soon, 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 I know who that guy is. I know where he works. And then, then people start calling the work and saying, yeah, you know, you, you got a horrible guy. Didn't, you know call him, her, whatever, by the right gender. And so everybody's walking on eggshells. Not everybody. Some people aren't. They've refused to work on, walk on eggshells, but their life has been changed. There's things they can't do, places they can't go, and people who don't like them. And this all comes because we have the ability to become a victim and put everybody in a, 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 a well, reach a critical mass online and then start wreaking havoc. We're no longer in a time when somebody just said, you know, that, whatever. That's your own personal issue. It's your birthday. That's great. I got a job to do. I'm going to move on with my life. Sorry I didn't say happy birthday. I don't even know you. It's, and we feel obligated to identify everybody now. Uh, and if not obligation, that obligation is likely made out of fear. Well, what if I say this? No, of course, the people who identify as Trump fans or whatever, they're, they're persecuted and, the, you know, they get together online and they try to do a little bit like, well, you know, I can't say anything where I'm at. Um, I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's fair when somebody just likes a candidate. I think Trump's not that bad, folks. He's, the people, he's not guilty of the word spoken by the guilty. Neither are you. And if you liked Clinton, if you liked Obama, there's nothing wrong with you. You can, you're fine. I don't think anybody called into someone's office and said, you know, so-and-so is an Obama fan and you might want to you know, reconsider who you hire these days. That doesn't happen. Happens for, for Trump folks. So freak out every week on social media. So in closing today, think about how the internet uh, gave rise to very small groups of people to create a critical mass, find each other over miles in order to become, one, to commiserate about their interest first, and then two, decide that they are a group of victims, and three, have a voice in which to become a victim and add more victims, people who are looking to make a splash and attention. Make sure you're not one of those. Make sure you understand that whatever belief you have in yourself or identify is, is, is something that is for you. And if somebody else doesn't care about it, well, that's up to them. We're all free not to care about what we don't want to care about. Well, this has been the Daily Davis. You can email me, dailydavis77 at gmail.com. 
um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or want me to talk about anything else. And thank you in advance for all the happy birthday wishes that I wish I wasn't getting. I hate having to text everybody back. That's what I'm doing the rest of my day. Pretending to be happy, people texted me. Oh, thank you. That's why it's not on Facebook, because it's just ridiculous. And I will talk to you very soon. Thank you.